Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, shortly, just mere seconds away, we're going to head the United States of America. Big, a big deal. A big deal. Seven seconds. They got military in range. I'll tell you what Tom Brady just did. Gives me goosebumps. Here comes one of greater importance if he makes it. And it's right down the pipe. Yeah, just one of the many incredible feats. Uh, the uh, New England Patriots uh, were able to deliver under an incredible duo, a, a coach and a quarterback. Of course, one quarterback has left that franchise a number of years ago. Well, earlier this morning, just a few hours ago, confirmed that uh, Bill Belichick leaving the New England Patriots after nearly a quarter of a century as head coach of the NFL franchise. Uh, no one has seen more success. Six Super Bowl titles. He got through to three other Super Bowls. You add in the two he won as an assistant or as, uh, with, the, with the Giants. He himself has been involved in eight successful Super Bowl campaigns. A truly extraordinary uh, career. It may continue. I'm not sure. Let's go to our man uh, in the United States to catch uh, to talk about this news and look ahead to the wildcard weekend in the NFL. David Alcaro, the Chief, joins us. David, how you doing? I'm doing good, Daniel. Great, great to be on with you. The news of Bill Belichick has sort of been crystallising over the last couple of days. We, we was, it seemed like this was the only uh, likely outcome, but he, he, even though we knew that, it still feels tra- strange to me, David, that he's not going to be there. Do you echo that thought? Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's um, definitely going to be strange when we, we you know, we'll... September of uh, next or later this year uh, when he's not on the sidelines. But, uh, yeah, it's uh, he's been an institution, Bill Belichick, in the New England Patriots. They've been, uh, been an incredible marriage and uh, come to an end, but uh, after just remarkable success and uh, obviously a Hall of Fame career and, and one of the great head coaches in, in all of uh, you know, North American sports history. Does the last few years tarnish his legacy at all? I don't think so. The only thing that, that does hurt him is the fact that Tom Brady moved on and won a Super Bowl without him with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, that's the one thing that's tarnished him a bit. I, I, I think, yeah, the extremely poor play, especially this season, hurts a bit. But uh, I think the bigger uh, 
knock is that, that Tom Brady was able to win without him, while uh, Bill Belichick's not going to be able to say, or at least not yet, that he won as a head coach without Tom Brady. So um, that's one little uh, knock for Bill Belichick. But as you mentioned, yeah, he, he won two as a defensive uh, coordinator at the New York Giants, and um, certainly uh, it was a you know tons of credit needs to go to Bill Belichick for those championships. Uh, but you know that Tom Brady win that does maybe do a little tarnishing of the legacy. What went wrong these last few years, or is it as simply as simple to say no Brady, no chance? Yeah, it wasn't just not having Brady; it was not having a quarterback. And, and Mac Jones probably uh, going to have to be, you know, discussing the bust discussion where he uh, just didn't make it. You know, he obviously had a great Mac Jones was a fantastic quarterback in college in Alabama, but just didn't show it as a pro. Uh, so, obviously, the quarterback position was number one. And, yeah, really the offense as a whole. The defense hasn't been terrible, and obviously Bill Belichick is more of a defensive-sided coach. But, yeah, the offense, you know, really lacking a quarterback. And, and Mac Jones didn't really have a lot of weapons uh, in terms of wide receivers or tight ends that could really uh, uh, help him. So I think it was an overall offensive failure. Um, but the defense also wasn't up to the – the great standards that it previously was either. But good luck matching his legacy as a coach. Let, let's finish off by talking the positives, all that winning, all that success, that longevity. Um, few careers can, can match it or even being compared to it. No, yeah, it, it, you, you really can't, uh, especially in the this era of the NFL with uh, so much free agency, so much player I mean, the, the number of players he's coached over this is, is astounding. It's because of so much turnover. Obviously, the, the one position at quarterback was pretty much a constant, but there was so much else. And the fact that he's man, he, that Bill Belichick managed all of that and managed all the different personalities and a lot of different characters come in and out of there um, just shows the leader he is and obviously the head coach uh, he, he still is. And, uh, yeah, just a- absolutely brilliant. Um, as I mentioned, really, you got to start comparing him to other, you know, North American head coaches. Uh, you know, Phil Jackson comes to mind in the in the NBA. There's Scotty Bowman in the NHL. Uh, uh, you know, a few others. Obviously, some some great baseball managers as well. But um, yeah, in the NFL, I, certainly in this modern era, which really is much more difficult than the eras previously, where you're able to keep the same team for you know long stretches of time. It just shows uh, just how great a job Bill Belichick did. Uh, the Chief is with us. Uh, he's discussing uh, the departure of Bill Belichick, but we'll move on to the NFL games this weekend as the wild card round. Of course, you can catch uh, the Chief uh, part of the All-American Hour on SEN. If you haven't got the app, get it now. Here's just another reason to get the app. Uh, let's get to the wild card weekend, which has sort of been hijacked in uh, this news this morning, understandably so. Um, like, give me some... Top line stuff before we drill down into the games. Like, if you look back at the regular season, what what changes, if any, about the nature and style of play? Is it a, is it even more of a pass heavy, heavy game? Is running games more coming to the fore? If you if you're talking about sort of in broad brushstrokes about how the game's being played and how that might translate into the playoffs, how would you describe that to me? You know, it's not too different. I mean, the regular season and the playoffs, it's not drastic. You're still going to do the same things that you've been doing all season. Uh, you're certainly not going to come up with any 
new you know plays or anything um, completely uh, new. But you know, one big factor is going to be, and we're going to talk about it, is the weather in a lot of the circumstances. So weather is going to be a factor this time of year, and uh, also, yeah, the running game is probably becomes a little bit more important in the postseason, uh, especially in these bad weather situations where it's going to be hard to pass the ball. Right. What game are you looking most forward to? What which game has you sort of you know? Scratching yeah, your forehead um, vigorously, going, "Who's who's actually going to win this one? It's too tight to call." Well, there's a few tight ones, but I think the one that's most exciting is the Kansas City Chiefs uh, against the Miami Dolphins. Just with you know the Dolphins being so close to having uh, you know the, the number two seed, but instead losing that last game, so now they have to play on the road in Kansas City. Um, Everyone wants to see, I think, how Kansas City uh, does after having a pretty lackluster end to the season. Certainly Patrick Mahomes, um, not the, the huge uh, statistical numbers we're used to seeing out of him. Um, the weather's going to be extremely cold in that game. It's going to be uh, zero degrees Fahrenheit, so I think it's minus 18 Celsius. So it's going to be really tough uh, uh, conditions, but still uh, some, some so much offensive talent on the field. Um, Tyreek Hill, a, a great wide receiver for the Miami Dolphins, formerly of the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, he returns to Kansas City. Um, obviously, you have Travis Kelsey. Um, his girlfriend might be there, who's a bit famous. So, um, yeah, I think that's really the, the probably the most exciting uh, game on the schedule, but there's so many others that can kind of go either way. Very uh, tight uh, games, uh, certainly uh, Cleveland Browns versus the Houston Texans. Cleveland, very slight favorites on the road. Uh, Philadelphia, also road favorites at Tampa Bay, but very slight. A um, couple are pretty lopsided. The Dallas Cowboys are significant favorites over the Green Bay Packers, and the Buffalo Bills are big favorites over the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, so those games, I think it's pretty clear. I think, you know, Buffalo Bills, Dallas Cowboys are, are certainly favored to advance. Okay, so that leaves us with four other games, if I'm not mistaken. So Bills and Cowboys progress. Uh, Texans uh, are not favourites, despite playing at home, if I was listening correctly, to the Browns. Uh, toss of a coin game in your mind, if you were setting the market? Yeah. Um, yeah Cleveland's slight favourites, I think, with you know, the veteran quarterback, Joe Flacco, who uh, spent the first uh, two-thirds of the year on the couch and can't in to join the <laughs> Cleveland Browns, uh, and, and just, yeah, absolutely phenomenal what he was able to do. And uh, they have a, a little bit of an edge, and Houston extremely young. They have a rookie quarterback in C.J. Stroud, a rookie head coach in D'Amico Ryan. So I, I think it'll be a bit tough. Um, so I, I, I'll give Cleveland the edge there, and that's why they are favored, because they have a little bit more veteran experience. Let's go across the sheet I have here. Uh, Chiefs, Dol- Dolphins, lay it all on the line. Yeah, no, I, I certainly like the Chiefs. I think the weather is a huge advantage because it's uh, cold. Miami, obviously, one of the the, the warmest weather city in the uh, NFL, and uh, playing in yeah minus eighteen Celsius, uh, you certainly gotta like the Kansas City Chiefs. All right, uh, so locking the Kansas City Chiefs for that one. Uh, Lions feed the Rams. The Lions made the playoffs. Really What's going on with the world? <laughs> yeah. This is a really interesting one because you got Matthew Stafford returning from uh, from Detroit. He used to be returning to Detroit, you know, with the LA Rams. He was a, had a long start to his career there. 
this is an odd one in that the, the Lions are three-point favorites at home. So the, the handicappers are basically saying these teams are even. When you look at the records, uh, t- uh, Detroit has a much better record. Um, I, I like Detroit. I think that, uh, yeah, it, you know, it's, it's been forever for, to make the playoffs. I, I think they come out with a, a really good effort and uh, use that home field advantage to their, their benefit. And uh, I'll, I'll go with Detroit in that one. And that leaves us, uh, the Bucks up against uh, the Eagles. Of course, the Eagles have recent experience going very deep in the playoffs. Yeah, I just realized I'm really very chalky here, but I do like the favorites to, to win. I, I really like Philadelphia. They had a, a very tough end of the regular season. Um, I know it's sometimes hard to turn it on the, on the dime, but they had a great playoff run last year, and I think once they're back in the playoffs, um, I, I like Philadelphia. They're favored in, in Tampa Bay. Um, so I'm going all favorites here, which isn't usually what I uh, like to do, but uh, it just kind of seems to be uh, – I think all the favorites do have a bit of an edge in lining up that way. What about winning it all? Going on, I'm a Ravens fan. Winning it all. Be, be nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, yeah, and I, I, I love the Baltimore Ravens. Um, yeah, the two teams that are waiting, uh, the Baltimore Ravens and the San Francisco 49ers, obviously – favorites uh, San Francisco certainly is um, it's really hard to go against San Francisco uh, even though Baltimore did beat them badly uh, in San Francisco that was a very impressive win by Baltimore and San Francisco doesn't match up great against running quarterbacks Lamar Jackson uh, fantastic running quarterback for the Baltimore Ravens but I'm still going to go with the San Francisco 49ers I know it's again very chalky very favorite but uh, they just have so much depth on both sides of the ball great defense and really tons of offensive weapons. Um, so, you know, San Francisco is a favorite, not a lot of value there, but uh, uh, I do think they get it done with this group. Uh, Chief, I'll get you out on this one. Have we, have we reached peak stupidity in sports broadcasting when the, one of the big stories in American sport this week was Jimmy Kimmel and Aaron Rodgers having goes at each other and Jeffrey Epstein and a list were mentioned? Like, like, seriously, what's going on? Yeah. Did I dream that? Was that a nightmare? That actually happened. No. <laughs> it did actually happen, yeah. And, and, no, this is uh, as bad as it's been. Uh, I can't remember of a situation like this. And, um, you know, Aaron Rodgers, with his thoughts and the things that he's willing to say, should not have a platform. And, you know, one of the biggest on ESPN in the U.S. And just obviously getting so much legs with all the social media uh, it's absurd the things that Aaron Rodgers is saying, uh, just complete uh, tinfoil hat conspiracy stuff. Um, and it's an, he's really embarrassing himself, the fact that he's still a member of a team, his teammates, the, the ownership of that team, the leadership has to be just completely disgusted by this. Um, luckily, that you know, his uh, radio uh, performances will be, uh, they end at the end. It wasn't that he was canceled. It just he, he doesn't do this past the end of the regular season. So, but hopefully this is the end of it because uh, um, it's, it is embarrassing and, and something that I'd love talking more about, so much more about what's going on between the lines than all yes. the silliness. And it's just childish behavior. I mean, it's just completely childish um, by Aaron Rodgers. And it's really tarnishing his legacy and what, what he did, he's done in between the lines as one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. But n- now when you talk about him, uh, this is the first thing that's going to come up. Yeah, so what, I, I watched his performance after the, the Kimmel sort of monologue 
He didn't apologise for basically implying someone's a pedophile. And then tried to explain it, mate. And, mate, it was just eight minutes of noise. I, I didn't understand a single word what he was trying to say or, or what, what his motives were. It was so weird. And I can't help... And I was like, like you, Chief, I was looking at him going, mate, you, used to be, you should really be good at throwing a pigskin. Why, what, you know, where, where's... Well, how has this happened? Yeah, again, it's just giving a, a platform and a, and a voice to someone, and they should have been, you know, they should have nipped this in the bud months ago. And it really wants you've been talking about uh, the COVID and the vaccine and the vaccine doctor, Dr. Fauci in the U.S. Just for you know, it's been you know, it's almost four years. It's going to be four, it's four years ago that this is all happening, and, and he's just still harping on it and, and not talking about the game and I you know the moments that he does talk about football he is insightful I mean obviously he's he is not a dumb guy yeah. <laughs> but he's yeah. not nearly as smart as he thinks he is and that's a huge problem too so I it's such a shame and if you're you know a youngster who's been a fan of his like I don't know how you feel it's you know it, it, it's just so unfortunate um and it, yeah I, I blame ESPN I blame Pat McAfee I they should have canceled this show before it got to this point. Yeah. Hey, Chief, lovely to chat. Really do appreciate your time. You're generous with it. Uh, keep up the great work. Give our best to Jordan, too. Um, and we'll speak to you down the line. Oh, thanks so much, Daniel. Do appreciate it. You can catch uh, the Chief uh, on the All-American Hour, uh, 10 a.m. every Sunday on the SEN app, uh, looking at uh, the NFL both on and off. Ah, the fields and the announcement that uh, Bill Belichick is parting ways after 24 long years uh, as a New England Patriots coach. Uh, just repeating the games uh, this weekend in the NFL uh, wildcard round. It all starts Sunday morning New Zealand time about 10.30. Um, it's a great weekend. Uh, so it's Texans-Browns followed by uh, the Chiefs and the Dolphins. Then on Monday, you've got four games for you to enjoy, all starting from 7 a.m., where the Bills take on the Steelers and the Cowboys take on the Packers. Uh, Listen to Chief there. They're the two probably more uh, one-sided contests, likely. Um, And then from 2 o'clock, you've got a double dose to finish. It's the uh, Lions playing the Rams and the Bucks taking on the Eagles. There you have it. That's a look at the wildcard round and all the NFL news.